Nick Doherty, Alton Clemens, Hovercar. What's up? Hello. So glad to be here. Yeah, Thank thanks you for, for being on. Thank of course. So now at the time that this is released, your album has been out for two days. So congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Yay. <laughs> we're very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. And a l- little bit before we started, we were starting to talk about it a little bit. But what's cool about this genre is that it's so wide, like the net is so wide that I can have a band like Mono Lord on here and then a band like Hovercar on here like a couple episodes later. And yeah. and this album is kind of hard to place, as you said. How how do you describe it to people when they ask? <laughs> I don't yeah. I, it's a tough one. Like that's something personally I have always struggled with as an artist, like where I fit and where I place. Cause like, you know, I grew up listening to, I mean, literally everything and anything. And I, he's the same way. Like Alton yeah. listens to everything and anything. And it's like, I don't know. So like, and, and the way that, that it's formed down in this album is like all of our influences literally come together, you know? And it's like, I, the best way I've described it and like the words you'll see that we use like on our website and Instagram is, what, is grunge because I feel like that is the most uh, – <clears throat> that's the word I hear most from everyone else is grunge. So I just use it. And I mean obviously I am a massive fan of grunge and so is Alton. But I mean we listen to literally fucking everything yeah. and, you know, I don't know. So we just call it Florida grunge. I, I'm still waiting for someone to hit me with something that sounds like right. perfect. I'm like, that's it. Boom. You, you nailed it. We heard Swamp yeah. Grunge once, which I thought was a rad compliment. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, Florida's a swamp. And Grunge, I don't know. So, I don't know. What, I mean, what would you describe it as? Like, I, don't I feel know. like it's just, there's so many different genres in the album to where it's just like, the best way to, for me is like, it's just a rock band. It's a yeah, rock yeah. album. Because yeah. there's a little bit of everything. It's rock, yeah. You know, there's dynamics, it's loud, there's distortion, but then there's also a nice little soft part. But rock is so boring. Like, to say I'm a right. rock like, what do you <laughs> so even, boring. I mean, what is rock even? What is rock? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just music. I don't know. Yeah. Does that does that hit for you? Like, because you heard it. You got a private listening link. What do you think? Yeah. Well, to me, and from the start, the first time I ever reached out to you, I heard Arcade Girl and then Cult Leader later. It just has, to me, like this real like 90s vibe. But like describing it as like a 90s thing seems disrespectful because saying implying that it's 90s is like implying that you're just doing something that was done 30 years ago, which, which is not really accurate. Yeah, so no, I, I hate to I hate to describe it that way as like a '90s thing or a '90s rock band or anything like that. But what's cool about the '90s <clears throat> is that it was like dark lyrics and lyrically and image wise, but like it was in this fun little like upbeat rock package. And and yeah. that's the vibe that I get from your music a lot too. Is that like if you look at the lyrics, and I'm not I'm not really a lyric guy at least first. Like I just listen to the vibe first and then kind of yeah. the lyric second but like it has some dark undertones but it's in this fun like rock package so it's like it really does give me 90s vibes you know no i i dig that and for me that resonates huge because like i like i i think what's funny right is like so many people like i don't get i mean i clearly obviously love the music of the 90s but like imagery is everything for me like graphic i went to school for graphic design for a little bit and like david carson like he did, you probably know, you were a graphic designer, right? Like you, you yeah. you're an artist. Like he did like Nine Inch Nails and did Ray Gun Magazine and like, uh, 
he did, I think he did some work with trans world and Transgate and stuff like that. And like, his like just that vibe and the crow, like the movie, like Jesus fucking Christ. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just the whole vibe and the way like fight club, the way it was filmed and like just the imagery, the tones, like the saturation, like, I don't know, the typography, like the music, like the style, the chokers, like, I don't know. Everything just like fucking just resonates with me, you know, like even imagery wise, it's like, it's amazing. And honestly, tone wise, my opinion, fucking kill me, you know, sue me is like, I think, you know, tone was like, I mean, seventies, sure. But man, the nineties really fucking peaked in like, that is tone. Like, that's what it's supposed to sound like. That's what it was all building up to. It was like, that's it. That's it. That's how loud it can be. That's how fucking wild it can be, you know? What's so cool about the 90s, and, and I, I love talking about the 90s now, but, like, growing up in the 90s, everyone right. was like, God, the 60s, man, yep. there was this and that, and then the 70s was rock and roll and drugs, and the 80s was hair metal and, like, this electronic pop music. And the 90s fucking suck, man. There's nothing. And it, living through the 90s, you're like, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. And then now looking back retrospectively, you're like, the 90s was everything. It was yeah. like this mix of just everything. There was all these different races and all these different genres and all these different like influences. Like right. what other era could you have like fucking the Macarena on the radio next to like right. Kurt Cobain, next to fucking Poison, next to fucking like all this shit going on? Right. It's like... You know, it nineties was just everything and and mostly music wise, but I'm sure, you know, just pop culture wise, movie wise too. But to right. me the nineties were super rad because it was like there was no fucking boundaries in the nineties at all. Like everything was cool. There was like women were huge in the nineties too. Like look think about all like the singer songwriter chicks at that point. Like it was such a cool era for everybody, different races, genders, everything. Right, and totally. so looking back, you can only look at it now and be like, "Wow, the '90s were fucking awesome," and no one realized it at the time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. totally, hundred percent. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's a, it's a massive influence for us. Yeah, and who knew? Like, <laughs> you know, like I remember like the commercials and like everything, like everything imagery, like like the fucking. I was walking through Target the other day, and like those fucking super soakers, the yellow and the green ones. Yeah. They were like reselling those things. It was like fucking forty dollars. So I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Right. Like right. those things were like being thrown around like fucking candy corn, like in my neighborhood. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought up Im- imagery and, and your own image and stuff a little bit too, and your photographs um, totally match that vibe. Just kind yeah. of like the like the camera like lens that they use and like the colors and stuff. Like yeah. it totally matches that too. And I found the photographer. Or I think they found me. Maybe I don't know. I forget. I don't. I forget what their name is. Um, Mia. Mia. Yeah. And I, I look through all of their their stuff, and I'm like, oh man. And she does a lot like that, and they're super cool, and they they totally fit that same. Yeah. Same vibe. Yeah, we were so stoked to work with Mia. Oh yeah, she's she's family. Like, <clears throat> she's in like the. I'm probably going to her house after this, like give her a Christmas present. Let's yeah. Mia. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, she's, she's great. She's taking photos of lots of bands here and like everyone loves Mia. He's great. Yeah. Like such a sweet person. So now sweet pretty soul. much like we won't play the show unless she can come shoot. It. <laughs> know, right? Yeah. She just shot our last show at the potion portal, which was fucking cool. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If and talk about, the ni- talk about the nineties. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, that show alone, like encompassed, the 90s like it was yeah. just so nostalgic 
Yeah. It's insane. The bands or? The bands. The bands, the venue. The venue. It was the Potion Portal, which is an arcade bar in St. Pete. It formerly is the Vortex, but now it's called the Potion Portal. And they have like our, uh, pinball machines. They have Alien Ski Ex- yeah, Ball, Alien All Extinction, like with the guns, the strapped yeah. thingy, uh, like the basketball yeah. thingies. <clears throat> At the whole Mortal Kombat for a while, they get arcade games. But the thing is, like they, the way they've done it up is like they have like uh, Nintendo sixty four controllers and like all these cool lights like strung up and hanging from the ceiling and like yeah. it's just cool. And the murals everywhere, like Sonic and like you know, it just it's just cool fucking Pac Man shit everywhere. Like it's just a great vibe. They're nice people and like the bands, yeah. We played with Fast Talkers and uh, my friend Tristan Jarvis. He just started his project called The Pilot Waves. And, like... They killed it. Fucking smoked it. And, yeah, it was, like, this build-up of... Like, it was a perfect lineup where it's just, like, this 90s grunge worship. It was just yeah. so cool. So much fun. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask. I was going to ask, like, what kind of bands you're, you're playing with. Like, what, what do they sound like? What, what kind of bands are you linking up with? Well, I mean, I... Okay, like my, my favorite <laughs> band to play with right now is definitely this band Razor and the Boogeyman. Hey, they just yeah. bring they're just raw, loud. Yeah. Like they go on and like people just start fucking each other up. It's just like it's great. In a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Right. I there are some yeah, like Florida is weird. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no shit. <laughs> It is if you haven't noticed, Florida's Florida's for the freaks and the geeks. (laughs) Come to Florida. Don't go to Florida. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. Don't go to Florida. Yeah. Uh, God, there's so many bands. Yeah, Raising the Boogeyman are great. I really, I mean, Tristan and me have become really good friends, and I really loved their set. Like, fuck me up. And, like, he sent me some, like, pre-listen links or whatever, and, like, I'm just, I'm in love with it, I think. Their stuff's great. There's so many bands here to like that we can play with and like are friends with, and like it's just weird. You can have like you know go from like surf rock to, to hardcore to hardcore to straight death metal. One of my favorite bands here is Reef, and they're straight up punk rock. Like it's just straight punk. Yeah, Reef's awesome. It's fucking gnarly. It is just it's minor threat, but but Reef and right. It's right. so good, and I fucking love And then love their Elliot. lead singer, Elliot's got another band, Vacancy, that's just, like, straight up. Yeah, so good. Hard fucking. Yeah, and what's just weird about us, right? So, like, Alton represents, there's just someone pointed this out recently, and I never really thought of it, but, like, Alton represents, he's from Tampa, and he represents kind of like the punk and the hardcore scene in Tampa. I live in St. Pete, and so, and I kind of embody a little bit of what St. Pete is, pretentious and, and indie and uh, artistic, you know, and artsy farty. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, There's some black, so, and then Put a black shirt on. we all come together <laughs> in the middle somewhere, you know? So it's yeah. kind of cool. <clears throat> that but, makes the coolest bands though. I mean, you can't all like the same shit or you're going to be boring, you know? And I, I definitely true. noticed that doing this podcast, all the people that come on here, not only do like, they just have different influences as far as like yeah. bands throughout the years, but like just within their own band, I mean, they couldn't be further apart. Like someone's listening yeah. to, you know, oldies and someone's listening to fucking like eighties electronic and like someone else is in punk and they come together and make this new thing. And that's always the best result is when you have different influences. So. hundred percent. Right. Yeah, no, totally. Like, and there's a good, there's a Dean here coming up. Like I'm, I'm very happy and um, grateful to live here right now. Cause I feel like there is an energy here 
in Florida, which is wild, right? Like, because I feel like if you just watch the news, all you see is like, you know, the horse shit of Florida. Man but, like, fights you know, alligator. Yeah. Well, it's like we don't even. This is great. That's, it happens that's, a lot. Well, Florida. It's, it's okay, so lot. Florida's metal is fuck. So for all y'all who don't know. We don't yeah. fuck around out here. I'll fuck up an alligator in real the, quick. In the middle of a cat five, like some dudes outside, like with yeah. a beard, a cigarette, being like, this ain't that shit, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Tiger escaped from the zoo. Right. Let's get it. Isn't that <laughs> cannibal corpse? Cannibal corpse from Florida, right? Yeah, Tampa. Yeah. They're from Tampa. Fuck yeah. Obituary. Yeah. yeah, we got some good ones. Yeah, we got some good ones from here for sure. But and you guys are, are probably still pretty open. As far as like venues and stuff, right? So you guys actually get to go out oh, and play. Yeah, it's it's wide open now. Yeah, for sure. I, it got pretty dark there for a while. Play at your own risk, I guess. At these times, yeah. I mean, some venues are canceling shows, and like some artists are just like, "Yeah, I'm not going to Florida." But, yeah, you know, we've every show we've had has been pretty much. No, yeah, I mean, people are respectful, and yeah. like, I don't know, we don't. I feel like we generate a crowd that's, like, a little more <laughs> respectful yeah. of each other's, like, personal health at this point. Yeah, I don't oh, know. totally. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, I think, but granted, it's Florida. Well, and the scene is pretty open about it, too. Like, a lot of shows are, like, you know, vaccinated, wear a fucking mask. I don't right. know. None of us really know what the fuck. It's just, you know, but, like, yeah, be respectful, wear a fucking mask, be vaccinated. I don't know. You know, and because, obviously, Florida is pretty open. You know, but like, and I think that, but the scene is pretty vocal about like, hey, like, be know. cool, like, don't be a dumbass. Yeah, don't please be a don't dumbass. Dumbass. Please don't come here and like fucking spread some shit. To, like, if you're some, sick, stay the fuck. Somebody's home. family members. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, right. obviously, you're taking a chance just being out in general, but like, just be cool. I don't know. Right. That's pretty yeah. easy. I think it's an easy thing to do. just be fuck cool. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. Yeah. Be cool. Be vaccinated. So. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Touch the subject. <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of, speaking of uh, influences and stuff on your music, you brought up like Power Trip a, a couple times, which <laughs> is, is again like a perfect example to me of like oh, yeah. the wide range of people's influences and how how it comes out in people's music in a strange way because you guys don't sound like Power Trip in any sort of way. But like, <laughs> this song is called "Suffer No Fool." <laughs> yeah. I tell like before every show, I'm like, dude, just enter enter like. What was it called? Introduce every single song like your Riley Gale. <laughs> this is a slow jam. Stop losing. He never does it. No, I, I lose my voice. I, my voice is yeah. sensitive. I'm a diva. Sensitive. You lose your voice. I'm screaming. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask why? Why don't? Why didn't you start a more like power trip type band? But maybe maybe that's why. <laughs> I, I well, a I cannot sing like Riley Gale, which like Riley Gale like. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, R.I.P. Like, I don't fuck what anyone says. Like Riley Gale, like when you hear him, I think it's Manifest Destination on his lot on the live in the Seattle. Intro of the drums. Oh yeah! Like yeah. God fucking damn it! When he yeah. lays in, you're like yeah. the control he had of a what crowd like, too. Oh was yeah, just insane. And the lyrics are amazing. Like right. his voice is powerful. Like it's it's uh where and I love that their drummer. It, it, Chris can we talk it. about the Metallica? Like it, oh, it, yeah. it would have been like I think what like if Metallica kept doing Kill 'Em All and got harder and harder and better and better. Like right. you'd be like, that's where they're going. Yeah, Riley's rad. I love their lyrics. I love them. The guitar tones are amazing. The drum. I mean, the bass. Chris, every- their drummer. I mean, he doesn't use double bass, which I like. Yeah. Always love harder bands that are not like. 
I'm wow. just going to play double bass for 30 minutes. Watch me play as fast as I can. Like, wow. I always find it more like, not no offense to double bass, like, I can do it. It's cool. <laughs> You're but, pissing a lot of people yeah, off right now. <laughs> it, it's cool. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's it's more tasteful. Granted, I'm, like, a huge Bonham fan. So, like, all the triplet stuff he would do, I was Hell like, yeah. this is the coolest shit on earth. Like, why would I do anything else? No, I just literally do I mean, that. Bottom is God Almighty. So. Yeah, I mean, and I literally have, like, the jump. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And if Bottom was God Almighty, Riley Gale was definitely Jesus Christ. And he will rise from the dead one day. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that, that's a mixture right there. Zeppelin, Power Trip, Hover Car. It's all the same. <laughs> oh, we're the Holy Spirit. There you go. <laughs> moving in people's hearts and minds. Something like that. <laughs> I'm familiar with the occult. That is Christianity. So <laughs> I think Riley would appreciate that. So, so how did you come across to to make Hovercar what Hovercar is? But you know, you guys obviously have different influences and and very different yeah, yeah. influences <laughs> as far as music. Like, wh- where did Hovercar come from? The sound. Ooh, the sound. Yeah. Well, like. Go ahead. Yeah, you can tell, tell, tell a little bit of the story and I can finish. I guess so, where you left off. Yeah, like, well, we met on Instagram. I yeah. sell records under Salvage Sounds and, yeah. uh, like, use records or whatever. And Nick would buy records from me and shit. And it was, like, a three- or four-year thing. And then COVID happened. We had always said, like, we should start a band. It'd be fun. And he had sent me some tracks, like, Years ago, yeah, that I never listened to. They never listened. To that. <laughs> and, yeah. That's not the same story of any artist out there, right? And then, like, <laughs> hey, did you listen to my my demo? Yeah, man, I'll get to it. Yeah, sure. And then what was it? You posted some shit in June on Instagram. Yeah, on like during COVID, I just was like, I don't know, I was Posting playing with something. like face glitter and like I was drinking some shit at the house. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make an Instagram video and like play the song I wrote. And then that's, you know. And I posted what? LFG. Yeah, let's fucking go. It was LFG. That's why we always use LFG. Because, like, that's the first thing he said to me online was LFG. And I was like, oh, yeah, got him. <laughs> <laughs> got him. And then you that's came awesome. over. You had, like, five songs. Yeah. Five of the songs that are on the album were written that first practice. Yep. And I was like, well, come over. We can jam. You're either a serial killer or a really good songwriter. So <laughs> let's fucking do this. Which I'm pretty I sure I can take both. them. So. <laughs> but like, literally, fucking started doing yeah. that. Yeah. I, I had, and I was at the time when I had, uh, first reached out to Alton on Instagram. I lived in Alaska at the time. And like, um, yeah. And like, I'd had like the first five songs written for like the foundation of Hovercar. And I had the name because I was in graphic design school for a little while and I had to do like a, a magazine cover, some shit like that. And I was trying to find a cool name and I was looking for something like, uh, I'm really like mid-century modern design and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just grew up watching the Jetsons and like, I don't know, just space agey shit. And like, I love that kind of stuff. And so the name hover car, I floated the O with like a little shadow underneath it. And so like hover car and it was like a magazine, like the inner, the intersection of, uh, art and fashion, some bullshit, and like, and like I, it's been sitting there, and I was like, man, that'd be a really great band name. And so then, like, you know, after the first practice, we played those first like, five oh, songs, fuck. and he's like, you got a name? I was like, yeah, hover card. He's like, fuck yeah, that works. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. I love it. So, yeah. 
and just but I guess like our sound I, it's like it's literally like goddamn so okay let's name like top that's a hard one Damn. I don't know. Just name, rattling off influences, right? So, like, I love Chet Baker. Like, that's jazz. You know, Power Trip, obviously, like, Riley Gill, R.I.P., You Are God. You know, uh, Elton John, Yellow Brick Road. Like, holy shit, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is fucking, like, feeling for a friend. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what the, what the yeah. fuck? You know? And, like, oh, my God, there's so many influences. Uh, Casey Musgraves. <laughs> that's the queen. I don't give a fuck what you say. Golden Age, classic, piss off, like fuck off. Shit sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> piss off, sounds good. Uh, and I like a lot of like wild jazz too, like Ornette Coleman for a while. I was like really into him. It's like I mean, it's like fucking hardcore. It's just like, you know. So I don't know. And like what? What? Like rattle? Or what's like quick rattle? What's your what's tops on your head right now? What, uh, like Bonham, uh, Dave Grohl, Nirvana era was great. Obviously, um, Chris from Power Trip, big time influence. Power but trip. then, like, this is a Power Trip ad. Yeah. Get your fucking ass over and listen to Power Trip. <laughs> and then, like, drummers that like the guy that plays for Jeff Rosenstock. I can't think of his name right now, but that guy's like fucking crazy on drums. God, there's so many good ones. I, well, and like, even like now, I'm thinking like we go back to the '90s thing, right? Like, I don't know. Did you ever listen to Filter? I mean, I, I know a couple filter songs, but yeah. not really. You probably know Take My Picture and all that shit, but like whatever man, on the title, radio. Yeah, yeah. Title title of record is it's so good, and like listening to that, and like I'm not gonna lie, I delved into new metal for a little bit <laughs> in my youth, but you know, biscuit, whatever. Yeah. Hey, significant <laughs> others, y'all can fuck off. So, dude, hey. I, I agree. I agree 100. I 100 agree. I think it's a great. Great album, and it gets a lot you of hate. Man. First bitch. Yes, break stuff. If we, you don't, if you haven't like wanted to like actually break stuff on a bad day to that song. Have you really lived yet? Rearrange, rearrange is good. Come on, like, yeah, I, right. So you get it, like, damn, I do, I do get it for sure. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Chocolate starfish was terrible. <laughs> They've done some questions. Yeah, so, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So disclaimer. Full stop. That's where it ends. It's significant other. There's a hard wall. Right. They hit the wall. Yeah. Now, corn had a good run of albums. Corn was really. No, great. corn was great. Like, great. Like, I love corn too. I, w- I was like at that perfect age. I was like middle school, like early high school or something. Corn, and I was like. Yes. To- I was um, all in. You know. Nineteen ninety nine was a good fucking oh, year. Man. Oh, and, you know, even like Animal of the State. Travis oh. Barker is a stupid good drummer. Like oh, and yeah. he literally is like yeah. owning that trap rock yeah. scene well, now. Oh my god, yeah, well, yes. so, trap rock. And he's like, I'm sorry, like I learned a lot of shit learning how to play the Blink One Eight Two. Like he's yeah. a fucking complicated yeah. drummer that plays like super timing, like great totally. timing. Good dynamics. I saw Travis Barker play when uh, he was in the Transplants. Oh, yeah. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Transplants. Yeah. yeah, I saw him open up for Foo Fighters, and that was my first crowd surf. And that was actually at ODU in Norfolk. Uh, I got to see Foo Fighters play, which now, like, that's unheard of, right? They're plugging fucking arenas. Yeah, Wembley. And, like, I remember him being on stage, and, like, it was during the uh, one one by one. One by one tour at times like these, right? Is that, that I think that's one by one. I think so. Yeah, yeah, and like 
Yeah, he was up there talking about how he got pulled over on his way there because he had a bong, and, and he had like a bong like sitting in the passenger seat and shit. And it's like, it's just wild. This you know, wild yeah. how it all comes fucking you know full circle. But yeah. Deftones is another one of those bands of that that time where I I didn't even really like the Deftones because they, they only played Change on the radio like oh, yeah. all the fucking time. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like depressing. Not right. super into it, but they were opening for Corn, and I went to go see Corn. Oh, and what? They were they're passing around a blunt in the in the crowd, and I'm like, all right, I gotta sit, I gotta stand here through Deftone, so I might as well hit this thing, right? <laughs> and oh, it yeah. Completely, it completely changed my perspective right. on Deftones, and I've loved the Deftones ever since. Well, it's like with Marcy Playground, like everybody knows Ooh. Sex and Candy, Ooh. but that yeah. album that Good Sex and Candy was on album. is like. There's like that Saint Rope or what is it? Saint Michael song. Uh, there's one more suicide, album. which is like just a painfully beautiful song. Yeah. Well, it's the same situation with like Blind Melon, right? Like everyone knows No Rain, but they right. don't realize like Blind Melon is a home. fucking yeah. wildly talented band. Right. But on the yeah. Deftones note, I saw Deftones at the Norva, and holy shit! Like, oh my god. The the best way that I have to describe Deftones is like it is like so like take a mosh pit, and if you could like like slow it down like you do like your videos on your phone where it's at like halftime and everyone's like on acid and that's the Deftones because it's just like everyone's just like sexy it's like a sexy mosh it's like you know what I mean yeah. everyone's like yeah man <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, I've ended up. I've seen them like three times now, and at, at that point, I didn't even want to see them. I was gonna go like take a piss and get a beer or something, and like now I've seen them three or four times, and I love them. What's your favorite Deftones song? I'm curious. Um, hmm. Sorry, I don't know. I'll put you on the yeah. Well, shit, I don't know. It's kind of been a while since I've really listened to them now, but um, yeah. No, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but like I, I asked that because like I have very specific favorites of Deftones, right? Like Cherry Waves is like fucking out of control. I think, and, well, I don't know about song. Let, let me think about this. Koino Yokan is probably like my favorite album now at this point. And Swerve City. Like, I was going to say Goon. What is it? Goon something? Goon, Goon, Goon Squad. Goon Squad? Yeah. Goon Squad and Swerve City. Those two. Yeah, I, I really like those. those I love cool. that album. It's good stuff. That literally, like, okay, so aside from opening your album with Millionaire, like, fucking Swerve City is like that shit fucks so hard like yeah. you know other than like millionaires like you know that's fucking yeah, bad that, that's how you open a fucking album right there yeah. that's how you open a fucking album like that yeah. shit's rad yeah like I wish I, I funny story so, side note, so you asked me a musical or you asked you were saying about like uh, funny music stories so I was on a work trip and uh, I was at some restaurant which will not be named I will say it to chain. I'm not going to promote that piece of sh- fucking shit place. Anyways, it's a work trip. So all rules go out the window. <laughs> so I'm sitting at the table and like, you know, how they, ha- they have those like triangular little ad bullshits for like the drink of the month or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So they had like concerts and this was in Baltimore. And I looked down, I'm there with like 10 other coworkers. And uh, I see that Queens of the Stonies is playing and I'm like, Oh, cool right on when is this and then like i'm like oh fuck that's tonight and then i read the time like holy shit that's like two hours i literally pulled every string i could and fucking got a driver drove 30 minutes away didn't have a fucking ticket scalped one which swiped my credit card on some person's phone like 
okay, you know, what the fuck? It worked. I got in front row, but oh yeah, they opened with nice. Millionaire, and I mean, oh my god, and it was St. Vincent too. Like St. Vincent opened for them, which St. Vincent fucking, fucking thumps, and the coolest guitars, like great tone, and then yeah, they opened. Really, I mean that that drum part. I mean, come on! Like, yeah. what the fuck you want? What else do you want out of music? Like, right? right. So, Queen, Queens are like Queens of Stone Age are like my favorite band. And hell yeah, I've, I've seen like I've seen them like three, three or four times now too. The first time I saw them, they opened up for Rage Against the Machine Ooh. in Alpine. It was it was in Wisconsin. It was uh, like Alpine Center. It was like Rage Against the Machine's like kind of reunion thing that they did yeah. you know, years ago. Yeah. And we were up in like this like hill all covered in mud. It was raining that day. And I mean, I, I had drank a lot. I barely remember seeing Queens of Stone Age. But yeah. as, as, uh, as soon as Rage Against the Machine came on, like everyone started just kind of sliding down this hill and there's like these metal guardrails. And oh, the so cool. weight of all these people just sliding in this mud broke all these metal guardrails out of the concrete, just snapped them. So like yeah. I felt... I fell on my face and I'm getting like trampled. People are walking on us. I'm with my friends. We're just like, what the fuck? We're going to, we're going to die here for sure. And it took like a full song to like pull bodies off of each other. Dispersed. Everyone just went into the stands because there was no guardrails anymore. It was complete fucking chaos. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. That's insane. That reminds me of like those old Nine Inch Nails videos. Like there's that one concert where they're like covered in mud, whatever. Yeah. Well, that was like, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, wow, like a no shit, a shit show that concert must have been. Yeah, wild. It didn't burn all down. Yeah, <laughs> everything, everything peaked. I think. Ninety nine. Yeah. I was like, okay, some shit's fucked here. So like, <laughs> we might need to might need to calm it down a bit. Did you yeah. watch that documentary, the Woodstock '99 yeah. documentary? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're like a little bit heavy on the whole. Like, it's all Limp Biscuit's fault because they were for sure. Yeah, like didn't do shit to do anything yeah. for the people. And when people are like literally like playing in human feces, like come on, Ugh, and then yeah. charging like four dollars for a bottle of water, like they were the like so out. unprepared. Like there was too many people. Yeah. There wasn't enough food. Yeah. There wasn't enough water. And it's because Fred yeah. Durst asked for your tits that the whole thing fell apart. Right, right, right. I mean, you probably didn't help it. But, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I haven't no, seen it yet. No, it literally pretty much, like, the whole documentary pretty much shows you how the the promoters and shit, like, cheaped out and were just basically in it for the money. And then they're yeah, basically I'm like, not, but then Fred surprised. Durst said, we're going to play break stuff. You should break something. And then oh, they turned it said? all down. Yeah, pretty much. That was, like, the basis yeah. of the documentary. Well, when your lyrics are, I think, what is it? I'm going to take a chainsaw to your ass wall. <laughs> you know, like, he's very deep. Okay, I will say this disclaimer again on the Limp Biscuits, great album. The lyrics of Break Stuff, I think, maybe went a little too well. far. Yeah. Like, they didn't age well. Chainsaw to your ass wall? Like, I don't even know who uses the word ass wall. Mikey on Makuki. I mean, that one I can, that's forgivable, I guess. I don't know. Whatever, fuck them. The backdoor bread. One of the good new metal bands, Lincoln Park. No lie, Lincoln Park. Oh. Chester. R.I.P. That is a mother. That was a brilliant fucking song. And right? great friends with Chris Cornell, who is also, also yeah. God above in heaven. Like, <clears throat> of the dog. Okay, so 
better vocalist, Lay Stanley or Chris Cornell? Uh, well, all right. Disclaimer here is I just kind of listened to Soundgarden like a month ago. I prefer, I, th- I think Lane Staley is the shit. I love Alice in Chains. I didn't really know Soundgarden that well. It's another band where I just kept hearing the hits on the radio every 30 minutes and being like, God, fuck Soundgarden. And then it wasn't until yeah. like really recently. It wasn't until like it wasn't until like a couple weeks ago, a month ago or something that I was like enough people had told me to check them out where I'm like fine. All right. So yeah. I listened to Soundgarden and I was like holy shit, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. So like I'm yeah. a little late to the Soundgarden game mm-hmm. here, but uh I yes. do fucking love Alice in Chains. I follow I don't know if you follow Grunge Bible on Instagram, but like mm-hmm. I think they posted a video of Lane Staley's yeah. Vocal only track of uh, of wood, and like holy shit! I mean, yeah. the straight raw power and like emotion, like, like the into the flood again, like God damn! Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, you know, like holy shit! You like, can, like, and and that's the thing I think that was so brilliant about a lot of those singers was like, like you felt their pain mm-hmm. because whether they were like. Yeah junkies or whatever it was like you hear that shit in their voice and like i feel like we lost so much in the 2000s because it was like and don't get me wrong i love my fucking emo and all that shit but like it got super fucking produced i mean you got to the point where in the like 2010s they were using program beats like blast beats and shit to put in like different kind of whatever core songs and i feel like a lot of the heart got lost yeah in a weird way because yeah, like Kurt Cobain like singing those screams with like drain you and stuff like yeah that's just raw fucking pain well, and even I don't know if you saw this but Butch Vig talking about something in the way and how like they recorded that and it was literally Kurt was so fucking frustrated because Butch made him sing it over and over and over again he's like fuck this he grabbed his guitar and sat by the fucking he was just sitting on the couch right and like he just started playing it and Butch was like don't fucking move and then I just got all the microphones, put it around him on the couch. And like, that's something in the way. And then Dave Grohl was like, it's not even in time. He's just right. fucking strumming. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Play, to, play it. to it. And he's just like lagging. Cause it's like, it's just him on the couch, you know? And like, can you imagine that? Like you're such a prolific songwriter and your voice is so like, you're singing something so fucking emotionally charged that like that song's played on the radio, not yeah. to a clip. Not to anything. That right. shit's played on major radio stations, and it's Kurt Cobain laying on a fucking couch with a cheap guitar, and all they did was process the shit out of it so it sounds louder. That's all right. they did. It's just like, can you imagine like having that much emotion charged into your music that people fucking listen to your couch song right. on major radio? Like That, right. to me, is like... Not even to sound pretentious, but like we went in when we recorded our album with our... A amazing producer, mix master, uh, Nathan Doyle at Voyager Records. Literally, like, yeah. we wouldn't have done this without this guy. It's like a third member of Hovercar. For sure. Basically the third yeah. member of Hovercar. And um, he was like, you know, we can either play to a click or we can try to track it live. But let's track it live just to see what happens. And, like, I've been playing drums for, like, over two decades. But I'd never, like, really been in a professional recording studio, professional recording situation. I'm like, whatever, let's try it. We tracked Arcade Girl live. That one did take like 16, 17 takes of me playing it. <laughs> yeah. 
And I was pretty fucking and pissed at that. That was but... his first time ever. This whole record, by the way, is the first time he's ever recorded anything ever. Like yeah. like this scale. Like right. so which I, I think that's a fucking wild, right? Because like yeah. no click come in as a fresh drummer, like yep. And we ended up recording in a giant theater. Yeah, that was cool. And just to get an even bigger sound on the drums. And I only play like Ludwig. And now I have like a sick pair of fucking Ludwig Vista lights that I now have. I even got the snare separately, but I finally got it. And it's like my dream kit. But I used like a 86 Ludwig Rockers that I had found on like Facebook Marketplace. Stripped like the crappy rap that was on it. So it was just like clear wood. And we ended up putting that in a giant theater, yeah. mic'd it up, and, like, that's how you get those giant drum sounds. And then same thing with your guitars. Yeah, everything was tracked in that theater, so it was just, like, sound Vocals. bouncing around. Just trying to make it as big and raw and emotional as possible. And I think that's really scary, right, to make music that, like, I don't know. One thing I don't like, which I'm sure, like, people fucking crucify me for saying this, is, like, I hate reverb or whatever. I hate it. I'm aversive to it. Like I really like, I really like hearing people's tone. I really like hearing voices. I like hearing the natural tonality of instruments. And yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like these days, <clears throat> it's a fucking ton of reverb covering everything up. And like, and that's okay. Like some music, it serves that purpose. You know, like yeah. sometimes I'll leave boxes. And like yeah. that, it's like that Simon Garfunkel with a fucking ton of reverb and like cool instruments, whatever. And that's cool. It's it, the it sound. Bon it Iver. works. Yeah. Bon Iver. It works. But like, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I don't know. I love hearing, I don't know. I, I, I'm a massive Atlantis Morissette fan. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Atlantis Morissette fucks. Hey, Taylor Hawkins is a fucking fan. Yeah. So. Fuck yeah. And like, I don't know. Yeah. If you turn that shit up in the car, you can hear her breathing before she speaks into the mic. And nowadays, like that wouldn't fly. They no. Would, they would no. cut all that shit out. Yeah, but you can hear her like, I want you to know, and it's like <laughs> real shit. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. hell yeah, she's she's standing there at the microphone, like right. yeah, cool. I think that even like subconsciously, that type of shit is more relatable to people, whether they even know it or not. Like I think that when yeah. you hear good music that's like electronic or overproduced or whatever, you go, oh man, I really love it. But there's something about hearing like the raw shit. And we talked about all these guys in grunge. I mean, you know, that's pretty fucking raw. It's Lane Staley and Chris Cornell and Kurt Cobain. And I think the reason all that shit resonated so much is because it felt that way. And people, even subconsciously, were like, this, this connects with my brain for some reason. This is me. Yeah. This is me in pain, or this is me singing, or this is, you know. Yeah. And I think that there's something about that raw shit. That's why people like seeing live music more than listen to the album, you know, it's like, it's, it kind of strips a lot of that shit away and you go, there's something about this. I don't know what it is, but there's something about it, you know? Yeah. 100%. There's a band that I really like listening to live right now. I've never seen them live, but I watched a lot of their live videos other than Power Trip, obviously. But Idols, I really like Idols and I like how they express themselves on stage. And there's one specific video and they were invited to play at, like, some fucking dinner or something. It was, like, a bunch of fancy people with, like, you know, I don't know, white suit and tie shit. And they're up there, and they're just literally sending it straight to fucking hell. They're, like, throwing their sound against the wall as hard as they can and not giving a fuck. And, like, 
I love that. Like, I feel that. I love that. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. They have, like, one song called Don't Fight a Man with a Perm. And, like... I know ugh. the name Idol, but I don't know why. I don't know why I know the name. I just, I mean, they're gaining a lot of popularity right now. But, yeah, yeah they, they've got some raucous shit. And, like, I just love it. It's, like, the, it's... Uh, it's it, I guess the thing is, like, on the theme of, like, it's just emotionally charged. And I know that when... When they're singing and when they're playing, it's like they fucking believe that shit and they right. stand behind that shit. You know, they're not. Right. I just love that. I don't know. For me, it's pop. I love pop. Yeah, you love pop. That's like probably my favorite band right now. Like drummer's amazing, yeah. great lyrics, just good Canadian punk band. That and I've seen them live. I mean, they they control the crowd and oh, it's yeah. just a good time. Everybody has fun. People mosh. People crowd surf. But like. Whole time, it's all good. It's all fun. Good vibes. Yeah. Real, like, positive environment. Them and Comeback Kid. You'll get fucked up at a Comeback Kid show. I'll, <laughs> I guarantee that. But, like, nah, same thing. Just a lot of energy. It's energy. I like fast music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's why I like what music. Pup? You said? Pup? You Pup? Know, yeah. Pup? Yeah. They're great. Yeah, if you ever get a chance. Like, any of their albums are great. Like, every single one's good. Cool. You want to play your song? Hell yeah. Yeah. What are we going to play? He's playing Arcade Girl, the the music video. Oh, shit. (laughs) Arcade Girl, take two.
That was Arcade Girl. You know, normally I just put up the video and we just listen to it, but seeing your guys' reactions to it was was great. Maybe I should just leave that part in there. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Why it, must, it must have been a while since you have recorded that, huh? It's been a while since we've watched it. Yeah. And, like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, we've only been together since July 7th of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when we've actually, the first time we actually met physically. And, yeah, and played. <laughs> So that's like, I can't count. Was that seven months? Is it six months? Six months? August, September, October, November, December. Five months. That's like five what? months. Five months. Yeah. Oh my god. We yeah. Been a band for like, we started recording the album. We were a band for like two months. Yeah. We've hit the ground running. I, I'm wow. exhausted. That's crazy. I mean, I, I, I never hear stories like that. Like, there, there's never a. We've been together for five months. Here's our album and our video. Yeah, like, story. And the truth is, like, we're both dads. We both have full-time jobs. Yeah. Like, we don't have, like, a bunch of time to bullshit. Yeah. We have a little yeah. task on, like, digital recorder. I've made it a fucking point of, like, every practice, we record everything. everything. And yeah. then we upload it, like, name the tracks, upload it to a Google Drive. That way we can both download it to our phones, listen to it all week. And by the next week, we have, like, a really good fucking idea of what we're doing. And then just – and now we're at the point where, like, we know exactly where each other's going. Like yeah. live, we feed off each other. Yeah, and that's true. it's just like, oh, you'll be like, I got a song. Here's like a shitty recording on my phone of me playing it with a guitar, like yeah. acoustic guitar. I'll listen to it for a day or two. Maybe listen to like up to the chorus and be like, all right, here's a beat, and record it on the digi and yeah, let our producer hear it and yeah. he'll be like, fuck yeah, we can Let's work go. with this shit and. Onto the studio, so when we go to the studio, it's like now it's like one or two takes on drums. Yeah, guitars done, vocals done, bass done. It's a good pro. We put a lot of work into this. The, our practice room is right there, and it's like very tiny little hot space. And like we like even before this podcast, we practiced because we haven't practiced in like two weeks. And like we played through six songs that are brand new that are like the next Ready album. For the next album, yeah, it's like. Next album we were, needs one more song. Yeah, we like. I think we're gonna do eight songs on the next one. But we're yeah, cool. we're already focused on the next one. Like, I, we're. It's just one of those things. Like, we it's. We don't the, have time to waste. The word we always <laughs> use is cosmic. Like, it was yeah. cosmic that we came together. It's cosmic that we've met. It is cosmic timing. Like, it's cosmic that we're on this podcast. Right our family, <laughs> everything is just cosmic, and it's just timing. 
yeah. timing, timing, and it's like we're just like so fucking happy to be doing this. Like, yeah. what a gift, what an opportunity. Like, so grateful, you know. And to yeah. do it with people that you, like, you love and, and like are your friends, yeah. you know, it's like like everything. Literally, not to get too TMI, but like my wife got real sick with the flu, <laughs> got hospital, like got sent to the ER, <laughs> well, and like you know. I was really tired. I had to be up for work at like 4 a.m. She's watching. <laughs> yeah, my wife's in the corner watching right now. She's uh, trying to not be embarrassed. But I love you, Karina. Uh, love you. Uh, literally, like, I'm freaking the fuck out because I'm like, it's now 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. I had to find, I had to basically drop my kid off with my mom and be like, watch my kid. I got to take my wife to the emergency room. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get to work? And literally, Nick's like, I got you, dude. And I have to be up at like 4 a.m. Nick was at my door at 4 a.m. Fucking watched my kid for me because my kid's yeah. on winter break. And literally fixed my fucking kitchen sink faucet that was like low water pressure. Like who the fuck shit. does shit like that? Work, and that's work, like, work. you know, it's family. It's literally it fucking family. family. And yeah. It's cool. We talk about like most like bands are probably like, you know, just smoke a weed and like trying to figure out next time to get laid, you know, but like. With? We're like trying to figure out how to take care of our fucking families, pay our bills, and like, you know what I mean? Like, keep the band rolling. Like, even just to on the shows. There's like, you know, so much shit that, like, goddamn, such stressful things that go into it. And like, for us, so it makes like, we practice for an hour tonight, but goddamn, it was so fucking pointed and so yep. targeted and so concentrated that, like, you know, that's <laughs> live on Facebook or Instagram. For yeah, a minute we did an Instagram live for a while. That was fun. That's yeah. Fun. I I actually I was making dinner for I was making dinner for us I was making tacos for our family and uh, I saw that you guys were live and when I tuned in it was RK Girl so no. oh, I, I, uh, I caught it for for about a minute or two but uh, that was about it hell yeah that's fun that's yeah. a fun song to play right now live because that's like yeah. the one that people most are people, singing it too. people are singing They're it and goddamn like that's as awesome. an artist like, that that's cool. like that's everything, right? Like, goddamn, right. that's oh, like the Polo show. Like, I had to be up for work so at like cool. three o'clock, and then we had a show at like what? We played at ten thirty that, that night. Yeah. I'm fucking tired as shit. Like, running on Celsius energy drinks. Yeah. Like, barely making it through to halfway through the set, and I'm like fully out of energy. We play Cult Leader. People are singing it, and it just like it's nuts. Yeah, it's like all right, let's fucking go. Let's yeah. do this. What a cool. So, feel. so here's a question. Here's a question for you. I, I, a lot of the bands, surprisingly, in, in this genre that I've talked to on this podcast, you know, this isn't this isn't like radio rock. This isn't like heavy metal that like people are partying until two in the morning every night kind of shit. This is a lot of like stoner rock bands and desert rock bands, and a lot of them are in their thirties, forties. They have kids and families and stuff, so they're they're in a similar position. And right. it's interesting to me that they still work so hard they still get together for practice they still put out albums they still do shows but it's obviously very different than a, a band that's 18 starting out living yeah. in a van you know right. just trying to get just trying to get enough cash to get a bottle of booze and two yeah, weeks for the night like yeah. oh yeah so so what is that what is that balance like being in a band at this point with a family and stuff like how 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 committed do you feel to it as opposed to like being an 18 year old being like this this is it i have to make this work this is everything yeah. everyone has everyone that's been on this podcast i think maybe aside from like monolord has day jobs you know yep. so it, it's it's across the board a lot of these bands are in this very similar position where 
you know, the music industry in general doesn't have the same money that it did once, but especially this this genre. And I don't know if you consider yourselves part of just like stoner metal genre or not, but you know, right. a lot of them they're, they're, they're even the top. Us off. Yeah. <laughs> They're not showing up at our shows offering us fucking massive record deals. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't worry, don't but even if you're up. even if you're at the top of the stoner metal mountain, you're probably right. gonna have a day job. Like the, the, the that peak is still very low. So you right. know what I mean? Right. So I mean how committed how committed do you feel? How how you know, how do you manage your time and, and all that? I'll pass that to you. I mean I can answer that too, but like that you you grind oh, I mean we both grind, but damn, like uh, your grind is that's a real grind. I don't know, like I literally just I have no mode other than go. Like I have a delivery job. I deliver like linen to restaurants basically at all like, over Central Florida. At like earliest like three thirty, four o'clock, four thirty yeah, in the fucking like, morning, by the way. Mondays I get up at like two thirty, load a bunch of shit up, drive to fucking Orlando, Lakeland, and Plant City, and then like, you know, I go to Clearwater on other days. But basically I'm up early as fuck. You know, I have my salvage sounds record shop that I do pop-ups with. My wife and I run a local vendors maker's market called The Market on Florida, and we do that once a month. And then, you know, we're always doing the band stuff, too. Yeah. So it's I, I mean, just go, go, go. It puts, it puts more meaning on it for us because I think, like, even, like, as far as kids go, right? Like, I, I know that uh, one of my kids, Nora, like, it's really important. I think I've, I had that guilt for a while as a parent, like that guilt of like, Oh, well you're spending so much time doing this band stuff. You're spending so much time like playing shows and producing an album, whatever. But like, if I didn't though, like what else would they see when they get older? You know what I mean? Like obviously the, the memories of me, sure. But like, if I'm not pursuing my dreams, What's going to inspire them to pursue that? You know what I mean? Like, what what does that even mean for them? Like, I say, oh, you know, do pursue your dreams. I'm like, well, you never did yours. You, you sold your guitars and sold everything. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but I want you to do it though. You know, I don't. You know, I want them to yeah. physically like the idea of them holding my album. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this was them. This is this is them. They did this. they did that like that. Yeah, you know, that's fucking huge. And especially like in my case, like my son has autism. And, you know, he's nonverbal. He talks some, and he's getting better. But when he was younger, he didn't really talk at all. And the only way I really ever was able to communicate at first with him was we had a little piano, and I would play notes on it, and he would play them back. And, like, wow. for us, you know, like, we practice at my house because, it, you know, it, it can be difficult. And it's easier if, like, Nick comes to me. And the funniest thing is, like, we always know a song's good when my kid starts, like, yeah. pacing back and forth yeah. and just having a good time. And, like, oh. he loves it. Like, loves the music. It literally calms him down. Yeah. If he's not trying to create a one-man circle pit. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. for us, it, for, especially That's for me, amazing. the band's, like, incredibly therapeutic in so many ways because it's, like... No lie, life is, like, really fucking hard most days. And for me, when I'm on stage or just practicing with Nick, it's, like, it's freedom. It's it's that release. I think I saw the coolest thing. Like, our last show, like, I looked back at him, and we were playing, like, one of our harder songs. 
And like, he always, to me, looks like Tony Iommi with his hair down. And like, it was just swinging. <laughs> and it was just sweat. And like, I was like, I had never seen such a joyous face. It was so much joy, you know, because yeah. everyone was singing our shit. And his hair was just swinging. And he had his, his dead Kennedy shirt on. And I was like, oh my God. Gosh. It's so killer. Yeah. That was such a good That's awesome. Hey, speaking speaking of kids, I uh, I was go I was listening to your album again today, just kind of preparing for this. And I I have two kids. I have a five year old daughter and a three year old boy. And he came he came up to my office today while I was listening to it. I was doing some work. I was listening to the album, and he came up and he always likes to ask what I'm listening to and whatnot. And uh, he sat on my lap and he goes, "What's this song called?" Yeah, he's three, so you know, <laughs> as as I could I could hear that. I could understand that. You might not be able to. And uh, I'm, I'm, I said it's called Levitation. He goes, I like this song. No, the kids love Yeah, kids ain't gonna love you. Like a kid's not gonna tell you, like, no. oh yeah, <laughs> like they're not. Well, gonna, kids don't give a fuck about your feelings. He, <laughs> he definitely lets me know. He definitely lets me know when he doesn't like shit. I'll, I'll play oh, like yeah. metal and, and stuff in the car, and he'll be like, no, 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 whatever this is, yeah. is no. And he goes, I like, I like this song. So you, you got a fan at least of Levitation in him. Hey, that's, hey. Awesome. that's awesome. I'll, take, I'll that. take that all day long. All day. Yeah. But I'm all some power one. He'll change his mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was insufferable. Oh why are we like this? Nathan, why are we like this? Execution. Execution. No, it's the part where he goes, uh, swing of the wow. Yeah. Like, that's it. Dude, done. Period. Soul. Done. Like, like you have my soul. That house of trombone. Oh. Fucking YouTube show where they for the like, next thirty minutes. I'm really glad this isn't my living room. <laughs> it's like hell yeah, hell yeah, Riley. Let him have it, baby. Sorry, I'm sorry, power trip. It's a cult. Power it's a cult, trip. really. And literally, Nathan's like, "Hey, you should totally like listen to this man power trip." <laughs> he was wearing a power trip shirt when we were recording Arcade yeah. Girls drums, and he's like, "I'm like, oh, power trip. Like I've heard of them." And he's like. Yeah, man, they're really fucking good. You should probably listen Next to Next thing it. you know. And literally, that's like all we listen to for like the entirety <laughs> of recording that album. It's, it's, it's a little ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. I'll admit. It got yeah. crazy. <laughs> I, I bought every single one of within like three weeks. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, I listened to a little power trip today. In, in preparation for this, I listened to a little power trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cult. <laughs> Welcome. My wife hates power trip. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's like, don't play that shit around me. Oh my I can't God. stand screaming. Your son screams all the time. I don't want to hear that I shit. Know. My partner yeah. had enough of power trip. And I'm constantly preaching the constant. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. So, so I go to power trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys want to do uh, Real or Fuzzed? Yes, all day. He might not know what Real or Fuzzed what is, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right. buying a buffalo one more time. Did you? <laughs> okay. Welcome back. He, he's back. I'll watch. I'll watch. No, Real or Fuzz, you're playing. Oh. All right. So, so the game is called Real or Fuzz. I'm going to show you 10 album covers. Oh, nice. Some of them are real. Some of them are, are made by me. They're fuzz. They're fake. But they're all ridiculous. Where are so my you're going to tell me which is which. Oh, bitch. Where are my glasses? Right there in front of you. Oh. I'm, oh. Okay. That one... 100% fake. This, this one's called Thank You for the Dove. No, 100%. And it is 100% real. Shut the fuck up, uh, dude. I got you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, this is real. Mike Adkins, Thank You for the Dove. Damn. That could be a metal cover. 
No. Like a fucking like. No way. Yeah, you could just like. Oh. Thank you for the seat. Make sure you ask me that question too, by the way. What will make a great metal cover? Because I got some answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I do want to ask you that. I uh, thought about this. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe like Ozzy on this on this one, and uh, like missing a head, head the bird. Maybe that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really thought that was fake. Why did I think it was? Fake? <laughs> I think it was a type, right? Like, the type does not look right. I mean, it's yeah. It's just yeah. like it's just. Well, he's going with the what you call it down there. That's fucking. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't look hard enough. Yeah. I own a lot of records. Fuck me, I'm bummed. Okay. Right, this one's called Girls Night. Friday night, Saturday morning, girls' night. <laughs> How many a, times can you put night? It looks like me after a fucking emo night. <laughs> it's me before and then me after. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh. looks real. Fake. I call fake. And if it's fake, 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 fake. that's cool as shit. Fake as fuck. This is fake as fuck. This is fuzz. <laughs> I got, got one. Yeah, one for one. One for one. Oh, that's Ooh. real. The Philanderer. If you made this, that, you're the only one. You did really good today. Okay, the Philanderers. I'm just saying real because that. All I know is they look fucking cool as shit. I want to hang out with them. Like those <laughs> fucking pants. The stance. Why are they all have the same stance? Okay, I'm going to call that real. This is fuzz. Uh, I made really? That. <laughs> really? Oh, that's a good yeah. You did a good job. Damn. Where'd you get that picture? <laughs> It's like sixty. This was this was an ad for bell bottoms, and it actually it actually it had a cool name too. It said uh, "For whom the bell tolls" across it. Oh, oh that's fucking, fucking metal. metal! Hell yeah! Yeah. For whom yeah, the bell? Awesome. Oh, that's fucking rad! Hell yeah! And they all look so, they all look so nice. I should have known. Like, what the fuck? Okay. That's Jimmy Bohorn. Gotta be real. Is it? it? I think we're both real on it. Jimmy Bohorn and I don't care. What the? What the? Yeah. 12 inch. I mean, you, you, you think he made an album called Is It In? <laughs> I, mean, I mean. All right. It's this is real. You're right. Yeah! I told you. No. So there's a record store in town, Bananas Records, and they do a ridiculous album cover, I think, of the day. Yeah. And so this oh, shit really? doesn't phase me. Like, yeah. yeah I've seen oh, that. shit. shit. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, there's some wild shit. Is it shit. in? Well, is that what there are some wild ones? Maybe, but I don't know if it's okay. So I guess deeper. Oh wow, wow, bend over. <laughs> that is fake, false, not even real. It can't be real. And if it is real, if it's real. It can't be real. No, I'm no it's real. real. It's not it's real. real. It's not fucking real. It's real. It's not fucking real. Please don't tell me this is real. This is fuzzed. Oh. I don't even know what's Thank goodness, because I don't want this to exist. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It just can't exist. Having a ball. It's great. It can't Anna exist. Russell in Darkest that's, Africa. That's 100% that's real. That's real. I think I've seen You it. did way too. You could not re- replicate that lighting like that. That's no. Fuck, that's real. This is real. I, know, I, 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 I swear to God, I've seen this buying records. Wow, that is fucked. What the fuck? It, wild, yeah. I can't even. <laughs> Bananas, you need to watch this. Like, they do ridiculous out, and it's like on the same this vein is, of like, yeah, what though. the fuck? <laughs> oh God, where are you finding this? 
Oh, there there are some really good ones out there, man. <laughs> wow. You're like that's finally crazy. dead. Brains. Absolutely adore this. That's really I don't know. It's the way you did the inverted saturation on it though. I think it's not real. But it's cool as shit. I'm gonna go oof. Okay, not real. Fuzzed. It's fuzzed. Yeah, I knew it. You know what it was? It's the texture on it. I was like, mm, fuck, let me look at this thing. If there's one thing I learned from I like the little expensive ass de- design degree, it's how to, to spot great, like, fucking, you know, textures. <laughs> well, well, listen, I, I, I'm at an unfair advantage here. You're a designer and he sells records. <laughs> that look, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. We're, yeah. Wow. I'm back. That's real. I want this to be real, so I'm just gonna say real. <laughs> Who needs you? Please tell me it's real. Who needs you? Is, is this for like is, a subtle <laughs> person in your life? Oh my! How do you even get push them over? How do you even get in that position? Like, <laughs> hold on. How, like, wait, wait. Take a picture of me like this. How is it? okay? So his legs are. <laughs> how does he even do is that? This what Marilyn Manson did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rumor. That's not true. That's some nice kid shit. Totally this is good. fuzzed. No, no. I want this to be real. This is real. <laughs> Fuck it. It's real. He's protecting his. <laughs> Let's gaslight all of your all of your listeners. It's real. <laughs> Listen to Tom Patterson. He needs yeah. right now. <laughs> He's really suicidal. Oh my god. Horribly sad. Good. This is called the the Goldwaters. And the album is called Sing Folk Songs to Bug the Liberals. That's got to be real. And Oof. if it's not, that's amazing. This looks like some, <laughs> I don't know, this looks like some, some real hipster shit they put out for sure. The I'm a, what did you, say? you said real? Some real I go like with, self, self I go with real. Self. I go with real. This is real. I thought maybe I did no! you on that one. You, it's so bad, it's real. <laughs> God, that's all I knew DIY. it. And maybe you know what? I'm gonna listen to that shit the way at home. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Did you listen to this? <laughs> no, I didn't. Sometimes I try to find them and listen to them first, but I, I didn't find this one. Oh, Sing man, folk yeah. songs to bug the liberals. Actually, I'm not listening to these twats. <laughs> what do they? <laughs> what do their shirts say? A G H. A U H two O. Yeah, so I'm assuming that A U is like the the uh, the symbol for gold, and then H two O is water, cold water. Okay. Wow. You know what? Fuck these guys. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, gold waters. You fucking frat house piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Your stupid fucking ears. Look at this Dumbo. <laughs> fucking. Fly What's funny is that I'm assuming that this came out in like the '60s and. Yeah, like what? the the fact that this existed that far that long ago, you know, seventy years to... ago, is right. wild. Yeah, wow. still, still trying to bug bug the liberals seventy years ago. Troll <laughs> <laughs> on, fucking gold waters, losers. <laughs> We're insane. We're fucking insane. Ooh, whoa! Wow, Willie, this is called Willie and Rising Dick. Yep, that's, that's real. real. That's real. That's real. This is you, real. Can, yeah. you can't make that up. I've if seen you, that you one. cannot make that up if you wanted to. I've seen that one in one of you've, the collections. I've you've watched. seen that? I saw the the one with the fucking lady in the tub thing. Did you listen to this? No. I, just I, think, this, I think this might be like a comedy thing. It's not really yeah, it's like a music yeah. album. But, Some uh, dude that sold like a bunch of comedy albums that had like 
Bill Cosby that I just threw away. Ooh, was yeah. it was it funny? Was it? Did, did, well, you didn't listen to this. Did, no. did anyone listen to this? I don't know. Somebody I don't bought. Know. Someone bought this for five bucks. Of course, it says Willie and the Rising Dig. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's a piece of history. You have to preserve this. Why? I feel like God My damn it. Just in the corner, Are fifty people like okay? Fifty people. If fifty years from now, if say the Earth is still somehow miraculously still spinning and like people are still alive and breathing, yeah. do you think they're gonna fucking look at our shit and be like? What the, what the uh, fuck were they doing? This was when it all went downhill. Fucking weirdos. I'm telling you. Yeah. This oh fucking hovercar band released this shit and just. Wow. Those were some finds. Wow. I will give you that. You dug yeah. deep in some yeah, archives. Yeah. Rising Dig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Why? All right. That was real or fuzzed. That, Hell, was, yeah. that was an intense round. And you picked yeah. the perfect people to do with this. He interacts with a lot of records every day. Yeah. 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 That was a tough one. You you guys uh you guys have a good background for that game. <laughs> really? Wow. There's yeah, right. some shit. There is a cat right there. The cat's pissed. Yeah. I won't touch kitty. I won't catch kitty. All right. So so tell me what song would make a great heavy cover. I'm up on this one. It's, it's all you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wah! Cardi B. Wah. Why? Have you Listen, listened to it recently? I've li- hold on, hold on. I've never heard this song. Shut the fuck up. I know it exists. Up. I've never listened yeah. to it. I've never listened Come to it. That shit is fucking crazy. Okay, so listen, here's and I'll defend my point. I'm sure your listeners are like, fuck these guys. Fuck them, they're okay. tuning out. But you know what? If you don't hear it, there's something fucked up in your head, okay? You don't even know what's going on. Super catchy. Are you okay? So you're always it's first of all, it's fucking it's perfectly halftime. You're gonna get me pulled from YouTube, by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Stop. So it's perfectly halftime, right? So like and like you could just crank it up whenever you fucking wanted to. And the lyrics are perfect for it. It's whatever. Come on. It's why. I'm not apologetic about it. Sorry. You're going to be pulled from YouTube. Hell yeah. All right. So I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go listen to this song for the first time ever. If anything comes out of this, you listen okay. to what? And I'm random. Happy. Very random that I just thought of. And you're probably not going to know who it is. Fucking Outlaw Country dude, Steve Earl's Copperhead Road. That. Oh, I love no. that song. That would sound fuck his mouth. I love Steve Earl. Yeah, okay. I see that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. huge Steve Earl fan. I got lucky enough to see him at the Tampa Theater once. What? During the Revolution Starts Now tour. What? Holy fuck! Hell yeah! Like ripping band. Like that motherfucker is an amazing songwriter. Like I put oh, yeah. him in the league of like Springsteen and shit. Like and super fucking underrated. Underrated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time underrated. That's so, a great yeah. tune. And it would make a great heavy song for sure. Yeah, that fucking beat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a beat thing. We should cover. You'll you'll hear it when you listen to WAP. Yeah. You'll hear it. If you don't, you need to recheck and calibrate. All right, I got one for you. Would be. I think, I think you know, mine. I, I think mine falls right in between the two of you, actually. <laughs> what doesn't? It's called. It, it's uh, Elena Miles. Is her name Black Velvet? Mm-hmm. Lana Miles, Black Velvet. Man, you got a 
both stoned. Look it up. I, th- I mean, I'm sure you. I'm sure you know it if you hear it. Can't play it. You're gonna keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll play it low enough so you're not. Yeah. I can just I can just edit this part out, but play it. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know this song. Here's the big double bass. Oh yeah. yeah. I hear it. Hell yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Make a cool song. Those vocals are dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? That's an album. playing that fucking lead on a fucking acoustic. Dude, and that album cover, though. I'm down on this. Yeah. I remember the list. What is, like, where did you... Is this I popular? I, I, heard this, I heard this song like 10 you know? some years ago. Yeah. Oh! And even yeah. even back course. then, I was like, fucking great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just had never listened to, like, I guess the rest of the song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a super cuts or whatever, and I hear, like, yeah, you're like, yeah, get <laughs> Yeah, between that and fucking Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, that's all you hear to Super Oh, Cuts. man, but... That's a good-ass song. I don't yeah. fuck what you say. What's the other one? And I don't want the world to see... That's Iris. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> yeah, it's Iris. It's a great song. <laughs> an amazing song. Nice Did you ever listen to Blue Oyster Cult Godzilla? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great metal song. And then if Riley Gale and Power Trip Fu Manchu, Fu Manchu made a cover of it already. Oh, really? Of Godzilla? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I'll just literally listen to Fu Manchu on the way over here. Fuck yeah. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's cool. Fuck yeah. I've not heard that. Because I love Blue Oyster Cult. You guys ever do any covers? Not yet. We I think we played uh, once in the practice space. I think we played... We fucked around just... Being stupid, playing like uh, "Juicy" by Lizzo <laughs> or "Juice," "Juice" by Lizzo. <laughs> but like, it, we've never played any covers. I, I don't know. We thought about playing a Lord Jane Grace cover. Yeah, because we got to totally fucking hang out with Lord Jane. Yeah, do you, do you ever listen against me? Or ever? Uh, I've, I've heard a couple tracks. That's about it. Yeah, yeah we got to work a Lord Jane Grace show uh, a couple weeks ago, and. Uh, we we thought about at emo night playing um, black me out, but it never materialized. I don't know. It's just I don't know. We I don't know if we'll ever will or won't. It's just we're so wrapped up in what we're doing, and like our lives are so busy. Like I think like or for me, I guess like it's like it's tough for me to even like focus, even think about a cover. It's just like because you know what I mean. It's just like you're trying to get the song. Yeah, it's like I don't but know. That's so much. That's so interesting about you guys though is that you have only been together for five months and a lot of bands, you know, practice or like kind of just kill time or whatever, like on cover songs. And you guys haven't even done that in the five months. Like you think that that's where you'd be starting and you wasted no time, went into right into originals, right into recording, right into music video. Like, I mean, you just like, you cut out, you cut out years of most bands. Right. Uh, We're getting the ground running. Yeah. It's like, that's, we don't have time. Like that's the yeah. best way. We don't have. We literally don't. Like it's just, 
every bit of time is borrowed time and it's time between everything else. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's what our time is. It's time between everything. Yeah. And like, so that for us, it's like, it has to be super concentrated. It has to be focused. It has to be like, you know, if you have the time to make the post, you make a post on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Like usually after shows, you're so tired. I get home first. So I'm always like on Instagram, sharing everybody's stories, thanking people, all yeah. that stuff. And it's just both of us are like picking up the slack and making sure that like all the shit gets done, that, you know, shows get promoted, all that shit. And I don't know. It's a good team. It's a yin and yang. Yeah. And it works really well. I think people forget that too with like bands, right? Like, I mean, you can play music, whatever, but like, you know, I don't know. Depends on what you want to do with it. If you're just digging, just playing, whatever, that's cool. But like a lot of people forget that like you have to literally bang people over the head with your music and play, listen to it. You gotta hustle. You gotta hustle like, and it's like not a game. yeah, you gotta no, pose. You gotta it's care. You gotta fucking be present. You yeah. know, you gotta like work on it. Like not just playing. You've gotta fucking get people to give a shit. You know, right. and like that's a lot of work. I mean, yeah, even your podcast, going on is a lot. You know, it's work. the episode that I just posted today was with Jad Schickler, and he's the CEO of Blues Funeral Recordings, uh, a great record label, and he's been around like stoner metal in, uh, genre for twenty years. And yeah. and we were talking about it, and it's like it's not enough to just be a, in a band and ask a, a record label to do all the work for you. Like you have yeah. to be marketers now. You have to be a, talented musicians write good music and be good marketers too. Like it, it goes hand in hand these days and, and there's no exception. I mean, if he, if they're going to sign you or if Ripple's going to sign you or any of these labels are going to sign you, you have to know what you're doing on social media. You have to be active. You have to try, you have to give a shit and you have to put forth some effort. And that, that hasn't always been the case. You know, when it comes to playing live shows, let's be real. What is a venue looking for? They're looking for your draw. How many people are you going to bring into their venue that are going to drink their alcohol, and that is literally what they're basing it on. And if they see, like, a band that, like, posts, like, once every blue moon, doesn't really give a shit, kind of, like, maybe even a band that's got, like, a couple thousand followers, like, they're not going to give a shit because the other band that might have 500 to 1,000 that's posting every day, that's talking about the gig, that's telling their friends to come, like, it's yeah. important. And that's literally what, you know drives it and we get that yeah well and like part of it too for us like i, I really like the community aspect of it like you know i Everybody don't know can come out yeah like person. it's just very it's a community mindset here like our last show i was very proud of it because like saint pete is kind of hurting for venues right now and like there's a lot of house shows popping up which is great but like as far as like bar venues go it's kind of slim pickings and so I was very proud of that show personally because of like, there's a restaurant that opened up next door, like Joy Joella's. It was like a uh, Latin American restaurant, it's a family that runs it. And like, so we were promoting that, like, hey, come like eat at the restaurant and they, they'll send food to the bar. And like the bar was like, you know, I just trying to promote like what else is going on in the community, like being a part of yeah. like everything, I guess. Like, cause I feel like that's like, you know, that's the best scene, right? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's like more than the music. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole thing. It's an experience. It's like a, you know, oh, we used to go see this band or this show. And then we'd go eat here and do that and do this. And it was like this whole block had like a thing happening. And like, that's yeah. what makes it, right? Like, it's not just one band or anything. It's like a whole community effort of like people coming together, you know? And like, I tell people that come to our shows, I'm like, you you singing this shit is literally like, the only reason I'm standing here playing like like 
you know, because like you're fucking, you're making my night. Like that's yeah. it. Like you care, you know. Oh. Right. So like yeah. when we played emo night, and there's like what? That was cool. Hundreds of people packed into this VFW, yeah. screaming arcade girl. That was cool. There was no lights. Like they turned the lights off. Yeah, we. I told them to turn the lights off, and they didn't have because I had a VFW, and the VFWs here. I don't know what that, that is like nationwide, but the VFWs here are yeah. like the hub of like punk rock, hardcore, hardcore, emo. You know what I mean? It, it was, was like, like my hometown show. Yeah, it was your I hometown was show. Out. And I told them to turn the lights off, which was a mistake because like. They had no stage lights, but I was like, ah, whatever, whatever, fuck it. We'll play we're, in the dark. We're here. Let's play in the dark. And by like beginning of set, like people were bringing up their cell phones and turning <laughs> the lights on on stage, so pointing them at the drums, pointing them at the drums and shit, just so they could fucking see. And I could see because I was, I was like, I got Vista lights. These are clear. Acrylic. I couldn't see I couldn't anything. See shit. And I'm like, what the fuck was, am I hitting? Uh, I was playing so many wrong notes, but it sounded cool. It was like fucking rock and roll. Oh, it was yeah. the way you set the sound, but you would try too hard to make it sound that way. But I genuinely yeah. couldn't see my fucking fingers, so it sounded cool, you know. And the best yeah. part of like yeah. the whole show is like people are like moshing, having fun, and then you see like everybody stop, and this is like in the middle of a song, and like fifty cell phone lights turn on, and then all of a sudden the kid stands up with like some fucking glasses, like <laughs> I found them, and then they all start immediately like going fucking crazy. Again. Yeah, it's like, like oh no, <laughs> that was interesting, cool. Keep it up. Hey, just just to wrap up all these stories in 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 one story, I was at a Limp Biscuit show yeah. in <laughs> Chicago. Hell yeah! And this, this, I this is like this is like my first year of college or something like this. This is a long time oh, ago. Yeah. I went and saw Limp Biscuit like the Metro in Chicago, and I, nice. you know, like it was one of those shows that is a small venue, for, especially for a band like that. It was really small, and everyone was just kind of like bouncing in this wave, and you didn't really have any control over it. And I lost a fucking shoe. I lost a <laughs> fucking shoe. And I'm like, You're fuck. And like my my dorm room, my dorm room was like an hour and a half away. Like I had to like walk, like you know, I had to like take the the L to Union Station and then take a hour long train ride back to my dorm room. And I didn't have a fucking shoe. So like four songs later, four fucking songs later, all of a sudden someone's like, Hey, I got a shoe. And I'm like, that's mine. And I got it back. <laughs> Community. Whoa. Bad Religion. Last story. I was at Bad Religion a few weeks ago with uh, Alkaline Trio, and I lost an earring. That shit fell off in the pit. And fucking earring. Literally, like, 20 minutes later, some dude, we're in the middle of a fucking circle pit. Hey, is this yours, man? Like, it's cracked, but I think it's yours. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. And like, I gave him a hug. Circle pit. We're just, uh, thanks. Yeah, man, Thanks. You know, right back. I'm like, hell, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. People are, people are good. Yeah, yeah. You know. Sometimes, yeah, it's pretty cool. Sometimes we're good. No. All right, so you know, this is this is gonna post after Christmas, but um, you know, we're we're a few couple days away. You got any Christmas plans? Oh man, I don't do anything. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I just want to hang out, yeah. eat food, right on. Hang out with family. Hit space bomb. Hit space bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drink some beers. I'm making some French onion soup. My in-laws are in town. Listen to some records. Yeah, cool. Just gonna watch power trip videos. I got a bunch of new records. I've been like Christmas shopping <laughs> myself. Like oh, I yeah. got Pavement's first album today. I got the Vines' first record today. It has like Get Free, Mary Jane. That shit fucking rips. Hell yeah. Just been buying records and 
hit my space phone. I bought, <laughs> I bought my dad. It, uh, my dad really likes Butterfly, and I got the uh, full, like, Inagata de Vita, which apparently that was supposed to be in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I heard, too, yeah. Oh, me too. Okay, cool. So I got him the full 17 minute and seconds, whatever version of it. So he'll be stoked. But They're cool. a Tampa band. Iron Butterfly. Yeah. Inagata Vita. It's a Tampa wow. fucking band. Wait, Inagata Vita is a band or Iron Butterfly is a band in Tampa? I'm confused. Inagata <laughs> <laughs> Vita is a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't crucify them. All you super fans out there. <laughs> they didn't know. Did you? Can you believe? Couldn't believe that asshole in the men's in your shirt. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I loved your album. I hope everyone checks it out. It's out now when this drops. So, uh, right on. Thanks for being on here and, and congrats on the on the cool album. Thank, Thank you. you. Brian Thanks for having us on. Yes. This was so much fun. So much fun. So happy right that on. you had us. Cool. Let's stay in touch. Yes. yes totally. 100%. 100%. Call me. Right. Don't Later. <laughs> Bye.